0: Isn't that what crazy people say With all you have to keep you in the day You can't stop it from fading away You can't stop it from fading
1: away
0: Hey, welcome back to A Midlife Millennial.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Bear Box Communications. Is it? <laughs> In a way. Since when do we sponsor podcasts? Um, No, we don't. We don't have any sponsors, but um, I'm Deanna. Bob. Spurl. Mm-hmm. We're married. Um, but yeah, we're here and this, you know, we want to talk about different things about life, the ups, the, the downs, the who wears, what wins and whys, all of those things. Because we are midlife millennials at this point. And... There's a lot that happens in your life, in our lives. So
0: yeah, we've we've been doing this podcast for since the, since the start of the pandemic, and uh, four years in here, uh, I wouldn't say this is the most consistent podcast, but we are making strides. Think of it this way: <laughs> you, you like the I sh- would like to show Abbott Elementary. Yeah. It took like six months for it to come back to the air. You just had to wait. We, we, right. You know, this is season four, they or say, whatever this they is. They
1: say that um, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Right, so right. So maybe, maybe a little distance makes the ears grow fonder. or mm-hmm. harder of hearing? I, anyway, we're back, and we're, we're actually pretty excited because we have a lot of things that have been changing in our lives.
0: Curculating. Like,
1: that word? Curculating? You know, I can't help but think of a song, but Sure. Sure, it's time for the Um but we're not we're not doing that kind of we're not doing that today. Um, but no, I, I think like you've been pretty excited about your fitness journey. I have I've since
0: been... you've, you've you have too. I've lost 20 pounds basically, a little more than Just... I mean since the since basically since the last time we did this spark. <laughs> no, not quite that bad, but yeah, it, I've lost some weight. Uh, you've also been. Toning up. You've been juicing a
1: lot. You're you're on Instagram
0: making juice videos.
1: We juicing. We juicing. I mean,
0: these are delicious.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing about the juice. Um, I started for one particular reason, which was um, that's give you guys TMI, but we're all grown here. Um, But my my menstrual migraines were getting to the point where you know you just feel like you don't want your your days controlled by this thing and when I tell you the migraines would have me out for three four sometimes up to five days just completely out of commission with these migraines and I was I was fed up with it like I talked to a friend she introduced me well not introduced me but she enlightened me to some different things that you know I'll be honest I thought I was eating enough fruits and vegetables and So when I started the juicing, I didn't, I didn't really have any expectations. I'm like, I eat my fruits, you know, we have our apples and lemons and all that in the fridge, but it's really the consistency. And since September of 2023, I have not had
0: a migraine. You know, it was so bad that I was getting them.
1: You were not getting no migraines. I was
0: getting migraines from your migraines. It was like a, like a virus, a menstrual virus. You know what?
1: Um, sympathy symptoms. Sympathy you, symptoms. You were sympathy symptoms, No, right? but
0: but the juicing has been amazing, and uh, you know Deanna's doing something awesome. I start uh, so she's piloting something for family and friends next week. So if if you're listening and you're invited, you know you're welcome. You're part of the inner and if circle. You, if you
1: didn't get an invite, please do not be texting my mom and my sister about why she didn't invite me, because first of all,
0: well, let's say what it is first. We haven't said what it is. We're,
1: we're, I, you're right. We did not say what l- it is l- yet. L-
0: let's not attack the. the
1: no, because this has happened to me before. And I just want to say that the the webinar that I'm doing on February 29th, oh, that's leap day. I didn't even think that's about wise. that. So you can leap into your new life uh, on this new podcast.
0: Um, but no, I. What are you doing? Tell, tell people what you're doing.
1: I'm hosting a webinar, and it's really about encouraging people to think about their life and where they are currently. And how far away we can sometimes be from our true selves. And really what I mean by that is, you know, we get so many opinions and we get so many outside voices from family, friends, loved ones, spouses, parents, uh, co-workers, the news, social media, movies, all everything that we take in. Uh-huh if we really break it all down, most of it doesn't come from ourselves. It's something that comes from another person. Our insecurities, our fears, our doubts, all of the things that we think about ourselves and our weight and our body and our size and our shape, all of these things typically tend tend to come from something somebody said to you, something that you saw, something that you heard that now you're applying to yourself. And after years and years and decades, I mean, you know, we're only in our mid thirties. But even up until this point, there's still things about my own self that I know it's a voice and it's an it's an idea from someone who is not me. Mm -hmm. And when we're able to quiet all of that down and when we're able to shut it off, in some cases, some sometimes you know, you just gotta like tell people to shut up. But in real life we can't I mean we can do that, but it's a little bit harder. To just tell somebody, hey, I don't want to hear from you right now. So we have to really be aware enough and intentional enough to to do the shutting down on our own. Cause people are still gonna talk. You know what I mean? Like people, just because you turn your phone off doesn't mean that people aren't still doing their thing. But if if you aren't paying attention to it or receiving it, that's the part of self-care that I really want to get, get to in the webinar. And so Hmm. it is, it is a pilot. So that's why it's a very select group of people who have been invited. Um, because you know, it's like when you do something and you're so excited about it and you're like, this is going to be awesome. And then what if somebody's listening and they're like, girl, what the hell are you talking about? So I really want honesty and feedback. And so once it's all, you know, Edit it and all that stuff, and I got some good feedback. I will release it to the world. But
0: for anybody listening, uh, that was a very long.
1: Was that long, was that long? That
0: elevator pitch was about five minutes. Um, you told
1: me it was elevator pitch.
0: Well, you know, this is radio, baby. This 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 is this is news. No, that, that was <laughs> I, I I think. J- well, just, that
1: kind of worries me because I I, I did a run through of the webinar a couple times. And I definitely went over the times.
0: It's probably easier so. for me to summarize it for you. Um, so You're Deanna, the PR expert. Sure. Go ahead and do it. So Deanna's creating, it's it's not life coaching. It's really life that she's looking to bring mm-hmm. to people. And what she's doing, she's creating uh, a movement. I, I wouldn't call it a, I mean, it's, a webinar is the place to start. But if you go to Deanna D E A N N A L E T I C A dot com. it'll be in the show notes too. And you can look at her on Instagram and all of the, the socials, but but not, she's not doing, all of them, just one of them. Yeah, she's not on TikTok, um, yet until she's ready to take over the world. But the, the the thing she's doing is it's a holistic approach, uh, mind, body, spirit, you know, and and it's it's looking at how to help people, you know, take control of their own destiny, uh, what they put in their body what they put in their minds, what they put in their hearts and uh, and how to put that out into the world. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty excited about it. I think this is really one of those things we, we talk about people have callings and I think this is one of those things that my my wife really is finding her calling to. So, I mean, it's not a cult, but it may become one.
1: <laughs> hey, listen. If,
0: if we play our cards, right?
1: You know what's really funny about this? You mentioned the cult thing because I do have this running inside joke with myself and a couple of people it's not a... that I... It's not I it's would just, it, start. it
0: could be the future.
1: I would start a cult, because I think I can. But at the same time, I made a video on Instagram. And I was like, I'm going to start a cult, and it's going to be held Thursdays at this time. <laughs> and when I set the date for the webinar, it wasn't so after the fact. I was like, oh shoot, it's actually a Thursday. Did I manifest my cult? I'm just kidding. Uh, it's not a cult. Um please don't I, well, here's the thing I, I did want even if even if it was a cult though, like it would be for the greater good like I'm not trying to steal your money. I'm not trying to like take you to the moon or you know give you like poison it would it would honestly be for the greater good wow that's what every cult leader says though
0: but you know not not to get too off topic, but the, the term cult really is mm-hmm. uh, uh you know. A group of people that are like devoted to a uh, idea or philosophy. So, the worst cults are devoted to people. You know, we think of like um, what's that? Like Jim Jones and the. the I mean, the, some tragic cults over the years, Waco, Texas. But but this, the, the 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 small group around a philosophy. I mean, I would say cult isn't a bad term. It's cult just means bad. people come together. Yeah, church is a form of cult. Sorry, everybody, but it's what oh. it is. It's people coming together to, yes. to uh, around a religion or philosophy. There's nothing wrong with that. So, I, well, I, I, the, the I go to a cult on Sundays if I go to church. You know, it's,
1: it's what's wrong I, with that? I think the, the the breakdown of the word cult, since you brought it up, you know, there there is an ideology. There is a a togetherness. You know, there's typically a leader. Mm -hmm. Someone who's charismatic and intriguing and, you know... And the start of it, very, very caring. I mean, it should be throughout, but... I'm thinking of the more, you know, negative Mm
0: -hmm.
1: cult leaders. They always start off like, I'm your best friend, you can trust me. And then next thing you know, they're wiping your bank account. But... The, the basic principles of, you know, this term cult, and I do joke about it, and maybe I shouldn't joke about it as much, but human beings are, have always been very much um, followers. this your Dana? Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to save that picture and show them what the heck. <laughs> um, but you, we, we tend to follow people, other people. Who might have more experience, wisdom, um, than than ourselves. And so it really just comes down to the person, right? Like, if you are the type of leader who's going to take advantage of the fact that people have your trust, or that you have their trust, rather, mm-hmm. you know, then... You know, that, that we want to avoid that. Yeah. Okay.
0: If- so, we got way off topic, although I think it's an interesting topic, but... But no, Deanna's is not creating a cult yet. Yes, she is looking to create a kind of movement, and I think we are together. Really, I mean, I think the um, the reality is we've talked about this before, and and we've shared this with friends and family. We're not saying anything that is unique. Nobody's ever saying anything that's unique. We've, we're all, you know, I think what what GBT has shown us is we all there's no original thought. We're all just sort of have our own ideas that we've taken from fragments of things that we've learned or seen in the past. And what I think Deanna's done, which is just great with this, uh, with the website and with what she's kind of creating the, the 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 webinar, but kind of the the overarching, like, lessons and teaching from some of the things she's, you know, she's Chopra certified um, in meditation and and you know, considering even getting a nutritional degree. But mm-hmm. the point is the, the things that she's learned are things that we all sort of ought to know, but we haven't, you know, put our our thoughts in, in that same order. And I think the reality is when it comes to the foods we put in our body, I mean, this, this has been the crazy thing. So I started working out um, 14 months ago, like really in depth. I got a trainer about a year ago. Little under a year ago but i started going to the gym habitually in 2023 doing what i needed to do but i still like couldn't lose any weight and and i realized some of the diet stuff you know the what you're putting into your body uh is super important when when deanna started juicing in the mornings and i started just eating more whole foods not the whole foods because i don't have thousand dollars a week to spend on groceries but like whole foods and it's there kind been, of fun their full, great scum full circle by the way because our podcast started as grocery chat so oh yeah. all this food could talk but but the reality is i realized like once I started putting really good things in my body the weight dropped and shredded yeah once i stopped putting in things that are are bad toxic uh you know less of it right i, I mean we've we've both cut a lot of the the, the things that we probably shouldn't have you know sweets and sugars and you know uh
1: more importantly the the alcohol
0: yeah alcohol i mean it's it's nice to have a a a beer wine every now and then or whiskey but like it's 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 not really adding a ton of intrinsic value to your nutrition Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, not, it's not at all. There's no value to it. Even even the the you know chocolate's another thing. I think there's total value. There. Oh, you can have chocolate um, all day, any day, but, any day. But but yeah. So I no think th- that that's one thing that we you just have chocolate all the time. Do I'm thinking about chocolate right now? <laughs> what's, um, what's that? What's What's that? about me? <sighs> like I said, I'm thinking about chocolate. <laughs> oh okay. I'm thinking about chocolate. No, you you. We you. can pause this and take a break if we need to. Ooh. Come back a little, back a little, a little, little later <laughs> after our commercial break, our halftime show. If it's as long as Usher's halftime show, we'll be okay. <laughs> we got some time. Oh
1: my god. Anyways, you know, yeah,
0: to this we got so much stuff we can, oh. we can go. But so, so, okay. What I'm, what I'm getting at is, um, <laughs> the the foods we put in our body, the things we put in our body, um, all important. You, but
1: yes body yes or we don't put in our body exactly you know there's some things shouldn't be put in your body also but no I I, I do think in life if you're not like aware of some of this stuff I mean we, we we talk about it all the time where how many people are like fitness experts and you know nutritionists because people don't realize that Oh, you're eating or drinking X, Y, and Z. That's why you're having these issues. Change it up. But even deeper than just the food, because that's—I mm-hmm. don't want to say it's an obvious thing, but it's like, all right, yeah, we all eat. We eat every day. Okay, cool. But what else are we consuming? Like, what else are we receiving? Mm. That's that's not food, and and that's really the gist of my cult. I mean, my <laughs> what? My, slip. My,
0: yeah, you talk. My about- group. So check us out. This is a fascinating stat to me. We have this conversation with our tween daughter she who a wants teen. a phone. You know, she's turning eleven in a week or two, right? So teens spend an average of four point eight hours on social media per day. That's social media. Gallup. I like okay. Gallup. It ain't just teens though. I mean, the teens, yeah, that that's brutal. But four point eight hours per day, and that that scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of time we—if I check my phone right now, the amount of time I've here, I can look at my screen time. It's insane, you guys. Like this.
1: Where do you go to see? Did that? you ever
0: just like look at screen time? We're we're, we're checking it right now. Yeah,
1: look at this. I. Okay. My daily average is five hours and 24 minutes. I don't have any apparently, that's fine. Huh. Are you not tracking your
0: screen time? Thought I was. Oh, three hours and 52 minutes. Wow. That That's down from last week. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. I'm on my email two hours and 34 minutes every week. That's so sad. I'm on Safari five hours and 43 minutes. I do a lot Safari, of searching. Safari, yeah, you
1: do searching.
0: That's all. I'm such an old man. I was on Robinhood for 43 minutes checking that Bitcoin. Robinhood, Checking that Bitcoin. So my, my, my point is... <sighs> um, Dee's going to talk about this. This is what this podcast is going to be about, guys. You know, We're still going to talk about music, still talk about having a good time, still talk <laughs> about Shy town well, whatever we do. Our business, of course, because we run a business... But I, I we want to take a, a a more adulting approach to this thing, you know. Adulting,
1: yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, but you just brought up the kids, though. I mean, mm. and having having our own kids, you think about it. We know we know what the studies show. We've seen all the documentaries about Facebook and blah 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 blah, and it's um, it is kind of scary, and so. You know, part of this journey I think that we're both kind of on and working towards it's not it's not only just like a selfish thing, at least for me. As as I make changes and, you know, edit the way that I use my time and our kids' time and our time together as a mm. as a couple, I can't help but want to help others at least look at it like I'm in no way saying like never do these things ever again in your life blah 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 that's not really the point um it's more about just becoming aware of it and as long as you you know it's it's like this okay have you ever like met somebody this is a real serious question for you guys listening but also to you Mm -hmm. you ever like know when people say like oh i'm I'm always late. I'm always this. Oh, my life. Oh, I just can't. And, but then they consistently are always late and always whatever they say. M- my biggest question is, so if you know that this is something about you that you don't love, right? Like it's, it's not like you're unaware. It would be one thing if, you know, somebody's constantly late and they don't even realize it. They don't acknowledge it. And then you bring it up and you say, you know, you're supposed to be here at at eight. And it's like eight ten, And they say, oh, really? Oh, shoot, my bad. Versus the person that's like, oh, I'm just always late, I'm just constantly late. So you're aware of the issue, but you're like actively choosing not to do anything about it. Like, I remember when you told, this was early, in our marriage I think you kind of mentioned that you want it more like your your love language is like love and or affection
0: my love language is love love
1: (laughs) but you you like affection I it's not that I don't like affection but I'm just not stoic super affectionate you're the German in this household (laughs) except with the kids I I, at one point I was like am I giving them too much hugs but anyway you, you mentioned that to me And I then became aware of that. I think up until you mentioned it, I didn't even realize that I wasn't that affectionate of a person. But I have since, I hope, tried inch by inch to, you know, rub your shoulders, grab your neck a little bit, kiss you on the cheek a little bit. Um, But it would, like, you brought it to my attention. I tried to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit there and be like, "Well, I just don't like to touch. I don't like to be touched." It's like, a, you know, I, y- you try. You know what I'm talking about? I, I think
0: I try. I mean, the time thing is a good thing for me. I, I really don't think I I'm, didn't. I
1: didn't do that. I did not use that example specifically. But, but, but honestly,
0: I, I, am not late very often anymore. Like, it, it, there's moments, but like mm-hmm. I'm much better. You, you yeah, much better. It's not just, just per- business, but also like personally. I'm just not late as much. Which is great. I mean, I think the we talked about this this morning and, and this, you know, what is creating here and this movement. um keep calling it a movement. I don't know. It's like the word that comes to mind. But utilitarianism is this philosophy that I spoke about this morning. And John Mills was like this philosopher in the 1800s that, that went about this. But the idea in utilitarianism is like, actions are right if they're useful for the benefit of the greater good, for the majority of people. And I think that's, you know, we've, a lot of things we've been doing internally that we said, well, why wouldn't you want to share this with more people? You know, Mm -hmm. if it's 10 people listening to the podcast, hopefully more than that. But if it's 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, if you're doing something for the greater good, uh, and the output is good, you know, then, then you keep doing it, right? And I think the the reality is the what what Dee is creating right now is just basically just information that she's provided uh, to share with other people and I think it's powerful and I I think good can come from it and that's all I think we're hoping for is is more people kind of come to terms with their their wellness their health look we can we can get sick. Any of us can get cancer tomorrow, right? Any of us can die tomorrow. I mean, just it's the reality, right? But but in the moment, which is all we have and all we know, we need to do the best that we can for our bodies and for our
1: with the our with the time, with the time that we have. Yes, mm-hmm. and
0: I think that just being intentional about what you do, what you say, who you mm-hmm. say it to, I mean. My goodness, you know this is this is this is my former seminarian coming out. But like, I I think that that's really the. I heard this a couple weeks ago, and I'm not sure if I'm I'm gonna paraphrase it, but the the moments in which we essentially to 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 live in the moment is to like to to be with God, basically. Essentially, like it's we we try to overcomplicate it, right? you know with with, with all our different terminologies and prayers and meditations and this is how you got to do it and and i get it we we do these things as human beings because this makes it easier for us and those are all good things by the way whether you want to have a scripted meditation or scripted prayer great but but really it is is pausing and just being with god the the most powerful you know, to be still—it's uh, a psalm. To be still and know that 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 God is there. And, and I'm using God as sort of the universal God, the Creator God, the the God that is be above and beyond us. So anybody listening, thinking I'm Billy Graham here, I'm just saying I'm just talking about God, right? Mm. Um, and and sometimes I would argue some of those TV preachers are talking about something else, but they're talking about something to fill their pockets. But whatever—that's uh, another could do a whole episode on that. Yeah. So I think it's. But being, I, still,
1: being still, being still, and, and if I may throw my non-Catholic hat in there, um, I wasn't even talking about Catholicism. Oh, you weren't? I thought, were. I thought about, Oh, I guess I. Was well, you said you said you said you were from seminary. Um, I, in addition to everything that you said, I also think this whole journey back to ourselves yeah. is really a journey back to the God within us, and yes if you are a a faithful person or whatever you call yourself, Um, or not. Because I know some people get really weird about like, I don't believe in God. Look, anytime you admire the sun, the rain, the moon, the, the mountains, the sea, you are acknowledging that there's something bigger. But more importantly, I personally don't anymore think of God as this creator that's out there it really has become more internal and and I I say that that's my personal belief that what God probably wants more than anything in our lives is for us to is, is for, for, for God's presence to be realized in us that's what I I,
0: I mean this is Luke chapter 17 I mean, I mean, not to get all—it it literally says, "The kingdom of God is within you." That's what Jesus said. I'd love to get the the, the the Greek on this or something, but like, the, the kingdom of God is within you. Couldn't be clearer than that. And, and I think the, however, we kind of come across that understanding. Again, there's many ways to come across that understanding, and I've got my ways, Deanna might have her ways. Seven billion people in this world, they're eight billion, they have all have their own unique way. But to know God is within you, how amazing is that? Like, that is such an optimistic feeling, powerful, hopeful understanding of, of who we are as human beings. And look, if I'm wrong, I'd rather be wrong and believe that. I'd rather be wrong and believe that I can usher in a greater good because I have a divine piece of God within me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good to just again, it, it it really just comes back down to awareness and you know, really uh, awareness isn't this aha moment, I've become enlightened, I see beyond seeing it's not exactly like that you know awareness is just becoming present within the moment and every sensation every thought every physical sensation that you experience during a moment of awareness is what that really is about yeah i mean it's
0: in it's it's the the interpretation the anthos hymen i'm not probably pronouncing that right but it's like it's in your midst. It's among... In your midst. It's among you, obviously. I um, even like in your midst. God is just... that. I even, I even almost prefer that. God is in your midst. Mm. You can... You can touch it, feel it. It's right there. You just have to... That I actually almost prefer than within you. is like, you, you can get there. Just have to... It's in your midst. Just because mm. it does connote that we have to do a little work to get there, right? It's not just that... It's because the God within you, the, the, the one... How we're getting like, into a theology discussion here, <laughs> but the God within you—the one concern I might have is—I don't have to do anything. God's within me already. I think God in your midst—that is like—I oh, do have to do something. It's—it's it's there. It's tangible, but I do have to do something, right? I think
1: you still have to do something to to recognize unlock words. the God within you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it—it's it, just like in a marriage, right? You don't just walk down the aisle, say I do kiss in front of your family That's and friends you, you're done, yeah. and then you, you there's always going to have to be some work that goes into it mm-hmm. but if you don't have it all if you don't recognize the love that you have in you that the, the mm-hmm. capacity to love your spouse through thick and thin life and death and whatever else they be making a say up there if you don't re- realize that mm-hmm. part of your duty as a spouse you know, your duty as a parent or whoever, you know, anybody that you love in your life, if you don't realize the the act of loving mm-hmm. that is within us, we all have the capacity to love. And when, when we forget that, why? Because somebody told you you weren't good enough or somebody told you to, you're better than everybody. Whatever we're being told, we can always forget this capacity to say, you know what? I have entered this room, and maybe I don't like so and so over here. Mm-hmm. Did you f- forget that you can still love that person? And when I when I mm-hmm. talk about forgetting, I'm not talking like, oh, I literally forgot how to love. But there's so many things between you and that person, mm-hmm. whether it's a complete stranger. Well, well, maybe not a complete stranger, but a an acquaintance, a family member, a spouse a child a parent whoever that person is there's things between you mm-hmm. okay that that have led you away from you realizing your ability to love despite their flaws despite what they did to you despite what they said to you despite what you think about yourself did you forget that and then once you remember it once you remember that 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 ability is it never left you it's always been there and yet it's almost like an, an onion. You have to peel back a couple layers. Yeah. And maybe there's some hardness that has built up. But if you know, when we think about marriages that fall apart and, and we see couples that just drift and apart and they, they always say we just fell out of love. Yeah. I I I'm not saying I don't believe it because I've never we have not experienced that. But I they're, they're, they can still love that person. It's just stuff has happened in between. It, I think part of it
0: too is, there's so much good things not packed there, but people often when marriage are looking for a capital L love,
1: mm-hmm. marriage
0: is not that. I mean, in in my hearts, I believe there there is a capital L love and it is that God is within you. Like that, what you said, you said you, you look at a room and you see somebody you don't like, we all have those moments, I mean, guilty mm-hmm. as charged but that's why like loving your enemy is like the mm-hmm. loving your neighbor easy loving your spouse okay but 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 when you have a fight with your spouse that becomes your enemy and then we fall out of love yeah of course if if you're not harnessing the power of a greater love beyond who who beyond your your yourself then then of course if you fall out of love with your spouse then then the marriage is no longer a thing but you know, I think I'm really proud that uh, and that we and and this is just my opinion and and, and my my truth <laughs> is that that we did get married in in front of God, in front of people, but also God. Like it was a ceremony that included, and actually the most important person there was God. You know, I, I think that's the thing. It, it, that's who that's who we're saying I do to. And so if you bind love to a greater love beyond all of us, then the lowercase love that we have to our spouse is really just working our way to that larger love that we all want and we all desire. And I think if we just think about every day of our marriage that way, just like every day of our life that way is increasing the closeness to that God within us. Um, I mean, what do you think that might look like?
1: You know, because we we have gotten this question a couple of times from friends, listeners. family, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> um, our, our mailbag. <laughs> yeah, we get so much fan mail, um, but no, like we we have been asked before about what makes it you know, good, how movie? to have a happy marriage, and blah blah blah. And you know, I I I really do think it comes down to again those lowercase l uh, moments where you know it's not this big. My husband buys me flowers every day. Honestly, if you did that, I would be so pissed. I do buy eucalyptics well, monthly. Eucalyptics. Well, I, I, now that I like flowers because they die. Right, yeah. Like, you gonna get you gonna, you bring home me something dead. Unlike little never dies. But you know, it's it's the it's really the smaller things, and when I say small, I'm talking about making their side of the bed, picking up. Don't look. Yes. I did. <laughs> I think we do it for each other, but you know, it, it's like very small things, like today we I had a very intense week Um, don't need to get into details, but I did have a real, really intense week and I just said you know, I have to do the laundry today and your gesture of I'll take care of that for you you didn't say why and I kind of thought to myself after you went downstairs, I thought why is he doing the laundry for me? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I can do it. I just didn't feel like it. But while you were down there, I think it dawned on me. I was like, I had a shitty week. That 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 gesture, that, that act of, like, a lowercase love, like, no one's going to write a book about my husband did the laundry for me once. You have done it more than once. But, like, you know what I'm getting at? It's always Twice. these big, grand... Oh, we ran to the moon and he did all the, no, what, what you did to me, did, whoa, what you did for, for me what in I that mean? moment, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was really thoughtful. And it's one of those things that I will remember and, and be forever grateful for, because I when I tell you, I did not feel like doing it.
0: The, the moments that we will remember and cherish the, I think are the, the the simple lowercase moments of life. I think that's the thing. the exclamation points, the all caps moments that's marriage, that's the day of the marriage. That's you know the day my, my son or daughter was born. those are amazing moments. don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. but those are just moments. And, and to me like part of my journey has been being cl- trying to be closer to my kids, you know. I run a business and i think i do pretty good at it but i also am very busy and and i think uh just having time to like i drive my daughter to ballet on saturdays and just having time to talk with her just let her talk and she talks a lot i love it you know (laughs) and just listening you know those are the lowercase moments i'm going to remember you know her giving a little hug before she gets out of the car those are things those are the moments that that just continue to, to move you forward in life and so um, these are things that people have said. I could put this 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 podcast idea into Chat GPT and say, like, write me a sentimental podcast, husband <laughs> wife couple mid thirties, right? They're in a health <laughs> kick. They're you know one of the guys spiritual, uh, and, and this is what would come out. But I think that actually, to me, is just shows the power of our collective thoughts. And again it points back to the fact that we do have this, this divine piece in, in us. If we're all coming to the same conclusions and we think they're so powerful, it's because we have a, a collective energy that's telling us this is what is the truth. You know? Like, it, it's just incredible how um, how many times you hear somebody have this aha moment. Like we, we we have a lot of these over the course of our lives. And, and what makes a great marriage, you know... It, the things we're saying are things that people that have married for 50, 60 years, happily married, will say too. A- and there isn't a one-size-fits-all easy answer to what makes a great marriage, what makes a great health plan, what makes a great business, what makes a great prayer, what makes a great, you know, uh, mother or father. It- it's the it's collective actions that hopefully, you know, um... Point toward that greater love. So, yeah, that's where we're at, guys. You know, you've been listening to our church. You can donate, and cle- we'll collect the funds. Um Cold starts on, on our on our, our church.tv, um, us. No, but but for real, I we we are going to make an effort to do this more often. We have to. We, we we I Deanna, I think we we can should have guests on this year. Think of this as the start of a new season. You know, start of new season. <laughs> We're gonna New be we're gonna be in Rome in a month, and maybe we do maybe do one from Rome. How cool will that be? From the Vatican,
1: from yeah. I'll,
0: I'll I'll interview the Pope. Okay,
1: okay, yeah, so you have his um, people yeah, call your people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know people. Um, but but this has been awesome. And again, this is gonna come out before then, so uh, you're not gonna have access to the pilot. But you know, take a look at Deanna's website.
1: I'll well, hey, the, listen, yeah. if 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 you are um, you know tuning into this and you're like, that sounds amazing, um, just. Shoot us an email, yeah. um, message us on Instagram or wherever. How, how do they, how do they contact us? Uh,
0: I think we have a midlifemillennial.com. Oh uh, gosh. A site. Yeah. Um, it, 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 just, oh just, geez, this is so sad. This you is can sad.
1: you can totally reach out hey, do, do to us you, want, if, guys. you know before Thursday if you want to listen in. Um, I am going to record um, our. Um, I'm going to record the webinar, so it'll be it'll be available. Um, would love to share it. Oh, this is cool.
0: I, I just I, I just like um, Googled us, and I'm like, we're we're coming across here, self-described acclaimed husband wife duo. That's what we are. We really are an acclaimed <laughs> husband
1: wife Did we duo. write that?
0: Oh, we totally did. This is look epic. at us. Oh, I think you can still come across us on grocerychat.com. Wow, this is this is funny. Oh yeah, still jo- still jo- look
1: I- at us. Um, yeah, so-, so
0: the website's grocery chat, but the, the podcast isn't. It, it, it's gonna make we sense. Should- it's gonna make sense at some point. Okay, y'all. Um,
1: Look, we're, we're busy. I did the white woman. Y'all oh, sorry. Guys. It's okay. It, that's fine. <laughs> I think, good be forgiven. actually think y'all
0: is a Southern thing. people can,
1: anybody can say y'all. Like I don't like when people say like, oh, you can't say this because you're not from Texas. So what? I've been saying y'all my whole life. Y'all gonna hear me say it again. Y'all. <laughs> All right. Y'all. This <laughs> ain't right Texas. Alright, Beyonce, we don't need <laughs> we didn't need it. Alright, Beyonce, we didn't need it. I don't I don't know who needed that from you. Alright? And I swear if she comes out wearing a leotard on a horse, she already did that I'm way. gonna lose it. Yeah, she already did. Actually she was like naked. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um sorry Beyonce if you ever come across wow. this podcast. We love you because
0: you're part of the larger collective of of love that we talked about
1: all right guys the we'll, we'll talk to you later Can't stop from
0: fading away you can't stop it from fading away love, love, love. love is like a battlefield Change